In this episode of the Funny Business Podcast, are you ready to go face-to-face with a smoking hot dragon babe? On the segment side, we'll talk a little bit of space, and we give Elon Musk some much-needed Twitter advice. Mike, hit the music. Welcome back, you co-workers of the Funny Business Podcast. Time to clock in on that Friday morning. You're one day closer to the weekend, unless you're listening to this on Saturday, then you made it to the weekend. Or unless you're listening to this on Monday. And congratulations, it's another week to do great at work, another week to improve yourself, and it's another week to listen to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Hope you're having a great day. Mike, how are you? How are things? Wow, that was so motivational. I'm ready to run through a brick wall today. Let me tell you, things are good. It's another episode. It's another time to talk to my best friend, my roommate for life. Even though Matt doesn't think we're best friends, it's totally we fine. Didn't say that. You did, technically. Well, um, we're getting a lot of feedback from last week's episode. Yes. We, uh, we, yeah. P- people think we're nuts with our uh, choices of bread. Let me tell you. What? I I didn't hear the slander. Uh, Well, we are checking on the YouTube shorts. Uh, Mm. Somebody said we're both delusional. Sourdough is a good bread to have on that list. I hate sourdough bread. I have to to admit that probably would have made. I I couldn't think quick enough. You you put me on the spot with the top top three breads. And uh, it was given that uh, for... And inconclusive so um yeah Listen, we were you told gotta to stay on your toes yeah oh yeah you gotta you gotta keep me up you gotta keep me ready you gotta drop the socks and grab the cop yep. crocs it's time for uh a spicy and wet podcast <laughs> what's six times five uh 30 there it is oh god <laughs> right yeah okay yes, no you're correct cool well matt i kind of alluded to this last week um, Jenna in the middle of the podcast sent me a weird article that, uh, she said that I thought you two would, would, would talk about something like this. Matt, do you have any idea what do you think I'm going to bring this to? I, I know you always love guessing. So literally, does it have to do something with like, uh, man, I don't even know space. Uh, it's talking about a space, <laughs> a space, a space. I don't, it's not I don't outer follow. space. Oh, a space. Okay, uh, the internet. Okay, we're getting we're getting warmer. The dark web. Ah, uh, no, we are cold. <laughs> okay, good. Um, ChristianMingle.com. <laughs> well, if I was cold, that's the opposite. Yeah, so. that's true. That's <laughs> right. true. Uh, Matt, we're talking about the hip hop of the metaverse. Mm, okay, and Matt has known Jenna for quite some time, and it's like, um. Why is Jenna wanting us to talk about the metaverse? It's interesting. Well, not specifically entirely about the metaverse, but some of the things that companies are trying to do to make it more enticing for people to join the metaverse. Uh, Matt, I was uh, just messing around looking on LinkedIn, and I actually saw this on Twitter, believe it or not. Dick's Sporting Goods, um, and this is not actually the, um, what do you call it? It's not, this is the topic, side topic. they are hiring 
a manager of metaverse marketing oh yeah <laughs> do you get paid in bitcoin uh you get between the the, the salary range between eighty thousand to 138.2 thousand a year excuse me yeah what uh let's i think before we get into the actual segment let me look at the qual let me look at the the qualifications here um you need a bachelor's degree holy crap you only need three to five years experience in strategy brand management marketing activations technology innovation consulting digital media gaming augmented reality or virtual reality damn uh you also need knowledge of marketing trends and emerging opportunities like ar vr crypto nfts etc the target salary range for this position is between eighty three thousand and one hundred thirty eight to one hundred thirty eight thousand two hundred this is part of a competitive total rewards package that could include other components such as incentive, equity, and benefits. You uh, applying? Nope. <laughs> yeah, nope. <laughs> I sure aren't. So anyway, dialing it back, um, we're going to talk about companies like RD Land and Vero PlaySpace. You're speaking a different language. Really? Okay. Yes. Um, so Matt, I think what everybody's trying to do in the metaverse at least is trying to find ways to transition a lot of things that we do IRL into this virtual space or the metaverse. So for instance, going to a basketball game, going out grocery shopping, sleeping, entertaining yourself. Matt, what about pleasing yourself? Uh, should always should always look into doing that. <laughs> um, so Matt, places like RD Land and Vero Sprace are creating immersive experiences that engage the senses through sexual intimacy. So the byline or the headline reads, Sex in the metaverse is coming, and so can you. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Family friendly show, folks. <laughs> yeah. So what they are working on with these companies itself is they're creating immersive experiences that engage four senses and uses Bluetooth enabled sex toys to provide physical stimulation. As technology advances, the possibilities for sex in the metaverse are endless. So... You're just going to have like people moaning in your ear? Well, Matt, I'm glad you asked. Glad you oh, asked that I'm question. I'm not glad I asked. <laughs> okay. It kind of depends on how it works. The best business MBA or master's response to an answer when presented a question <laughs> in class, it depends. <laughs> uh, just like sex IRL is varied and diverse, so too are sexual experiences in virtual reality. The multi-sensory part of VR means that four of your senses are engaged within the online space, providing users with, quote, a combination of audio, visual, tactile, or haptic, and even olfactory stimulus that lends to a more robust sense of immersion in the digital world. And this is said by Brian Sanchez, lead character artist at RD Land, which specializes in creating spaces for cyber sex, along with other VR experiences. Could you imagine? <laughs> Director of marketing for the metaverse. Why not, you know, the, uh, uh, the lead character artist specializing in creating safe spaces for cyber sex? Uh, it just sounds like you should be like director of like virtual porn. Porn. <laughs> porn. Um, so are these, they're like sex robots. Uh, a little bit. So it's in, currently in, in the beta. 
which I didn't realize that we were already in the beta already. <laughs> uh, the platform allows gamers to use devices like vests, gloves, and adult toys to engage these sentence, senses. Companies like RDLand are hoping to push these boundaries of how users perceive the world around them by subverting the way their senses react. For example, instead of playing the weekend's latest album to get you in the mood, you could be in a virtual room where your device will vibrate differently to the beats, to the beats of Drake or upbeat Lizzo and give different sensations. Well, I don't love this. Not, not a fan. Um, <laughs> Why not? I just, there's some things that you can't have all the time. And I think sexual intimacy is one of those things that should just be between you between yourself or with you and someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it can kind of like mess with people's heads in a way. And um, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of it. Um, I guess when I, when I say mess with people's heads, like it, it kind of like it does like it. Well, it could to some people, like if you watch, like they say, if you watch like too much porn, like it messes with your head and like it makes your act when it's time to get, intimate with someone else it can affect that so i don't don't know if this is necessary what did you say (laughs) i said look where matt's at right now (laughs) stop it um (laughs) now now i threw me off from a train of thought it's okay can i give you a different scenario that rd land is uh trying to work out uh no sorry can vero play space that's the other one we're talking about give it to me oh well okay (laughs) if you say so (laughs) uh so vero play space allows users to fully immense themselves in different scenarios and engage with digital avatars for pleasure you can have a one-on-one session with emmy a vampire from siberia who needs to consume blood to live or experience scaly seduction which brings gamers face to face with a quote smoking hot dragon babe other interactions include sexual encounter underneath a waterfall while out for a hike. No fear of ticks or being caught by other hikers included. And being dominated by an avatar who, quote, puts the suck in succubus. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> That's bestiality. That's illegal. Um, yeah, no, I don't I don't like this. Like, it's, it's going to mess with people's perception of, of sex. And then it's just, I don't like it. Not a fan. Not a fan. You're not a forward thinker. I am very much a forward thinker. Oh, really? In other ways, just not not for this. So what if we get into this metaverse? And as we talked about it before, the metaverse is on the assumption slash taking the high bet in us having another pandemic again. So let's just say that happens again. I don't want it to, but in the scenario, let's say we have a major worldwide pan- pandemic and we go to the metaverse. Yeah. And Matt, you're isolated. You're by yourself. Yep. You don't want to enjoy, you know, uh, the, the succubus, the, the puts nope. the suck in the succubus and the waterfall. No, uh, no, I'll pass. I'm good. No. Okay. No, I'll suck it up. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will get over it. Choice of words. <laughs> yeah. It's important, people. Watch your words. Yep. So, no. No. You're I, very I, quiet I, with this segment. I really wouldn't. I don't think 
it would be something I would enjoy. I don't think it's something I'd want to do. Um, yeah, I don't. I just, I'm just not a big fan of it. I think there's some things that should be left alone, and I think this is one of those things. So there are some challenges and drawbacks that are happening right now, which you probably will side with us. There are concerns about safety around unwanted encounters, and some see the metaverse as a potential ground for predators. And we can't blame them. Um, that was reported in Refinery29. In May of this year, a report was released detailing several accounts of sexual harassment, uh, sexual assault and harassment in the metaverse. But quote, our outside world is already a predatory space, Biddy says. Um, the real issue surrounding section virtual spaces has more to do with us as people and the mentality around virtual intimacy than the actual technology itself. Technology has evolved faster than our ethics around sex and relationships in those spaces. We're still waiting for the people to stop taking liberties online, like touching people without their consent or using slurs that they would never utter in person. I think we see the metaverse as a replacement to the universe whereas i think this person separated the idea that there is the irl intimacy and then the virtual intimacy and i'm no mark zuckerberg i'm no bill gates or anything like that but there may be a potential where we still will have real world interactions but i think some of it will be led to okay we're all going to hop on the metaverse for I know this is going to sound really corny and cheesy, but we're going to hop on for a State of the Union address by the president. And like, that's when everybody puts on their headsets and they're all in the world. And it's like this cool, like amphitheater with like everybody there. I, I think there's there's potential happening, but I don't think it's totally replaceable. Now, if we we're in a pandemic, I think I think of something different, but I just can't call it a pandemic. <laughs> um yeah, I know. I think, like I said, I think there's some things that it's, it could be good for. Um, I think the state of the unit just is actually a good example of one that people can just put the headset on, like you said, and just like be there and experience it and maybe understand it better. Uh, I just feel like when it comes to sexual intimacy, it's just very dangerous. I mean, what if something gets stuck? Well, like your headset or like a toy or a bluetooth device like, like what if, what like if it toy? gets stuck well matt things get stuck in the real world too i understand that but oh do you no. yeah yeah but if it's being if it's still going off and it's stuck you mean if it's stuck like let's say it was like a vibrator yeah and it wouldn't stop right correct there's got to be a safety switch somewhere what if or a power work? down switch Again, we're putting too much faith in the robots and technology, and they're going to take over the and world. And sex toys. And sex toys. I mean, it, it's you know, it's about time we had a sex toy conversation. We it's have. Been, I know it's fished, been long. We enough. have fished for sex toys. I know. We that's have. what I'm saying. We were, we were due. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were saying that we haven't talked about it, and I'm like, that. Ah, no, it's been long overdue. We've that's actually. What, yeah, uh, that's what like it. Yeah, we've been long overdue for a sex toy conversation. <laughs> All right, talk to me, Matt. What new sex toys have you purchased? Nothing. Oh, okay. I I don't use them. Yeah, I don't either. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice. Glad we established that on a podcast. Straight edge sex 
people. I'm sure you all were eager to know if we <laughs> had sex toys. <laughs> but I, I see your point. However, you know, like everything else, like the video games, like the Fortnite, you know, taking something that's completely not related to sex, like Fortnite. You know, there's always updates. There's probably going to be an update. It's like, oh, like users have found that the vibrator has continued vibrating even after powering down the, the, the VR headset. Yeah, I just the other scenario is what if people get so into it that that's the only way they do it. And then. We have a population decline. My immediate thought goes, we need to decline this population anyway. <laughs> so what if, what, if, what if someone gets like a sex robot pregnant? A what? A, like a sex toy, like a robot pregnant. Matt, there's no robots happening in this uh, not world. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> we're talking about the you metaverse. Don't, you don't think that's where they're going? Matt, that's you, absolutely where they're going. Have you ever seen news articles about the metaverse? Yes. They're more dealing with like haptic or like vibrations. They're not dealing with a physical object coming into your room and just pegging you. Like you, it's, never, you never know. Oh, <laughs> not, you never know. You, you, you always gotta stare at your toes, folks. You like sleep with one eye open, <laughs> put a nightlight on. You never know what's gonna happen. You don't you don't wanna you don't wanna um you know deal with a vampire that, that's looking for blood? No, that that's I don't wanna no. Just that give you a wooden stake and bam. That did that did freak me out a little bit. Yeah, that was that was weird. Or the Avatar one. Yeah, I, I think that's bestiality. The smoking hot dragon, babe. Yeah, that one also. <laughs> that's illegal. It's like Shrek. Unless you're a donkey. Yeah, <laughs> it was going that way. <laughs> oh man, there's there's a lot to work on. I'm sure there is. Hey, there's, I mean, people are trying. I give them a lot of credit. People are trying. People want to kill you in VR. They want you to have sex in VR. What do you think's next, Matthew? Drugs. Rock and that, roll. Okay. Um, I'm going to say shopping. How would you do that? That would, it's kind of the prime example of like window shopping. You ever heard of window shopping before? Yeah. So it's like you're just going around and looking at stuff and then you buy it at home. So like you get to have the experience of like buying it, but then it gets shipped to you. I think that's just called online shopping. It's metaverse shopping. It's meta shopping. Right. But it already exists. Like, could you imagine... Um, Hold on, let me close my eyes. Yeah, close your eyes, Matt. Put on, put on your virtual headset. Put on your magical virtual headset. Let's say you go to Dick's Sporting Goods. And this is not the place where you go, but, but I will say it because I've already said it anyway. Not giving anybody else any free advertising What am I, what am space. I shopping for? Shopping for golf clubs. Okay. And you go in the store and you hear the light music that's playing around the store as you're walking through. And you also have people like employees that are helping you out. Can I help you find something today, sir? And Matt goes, yes, I'm looking for golf clubs. Oh, right this way, sir. They take you over where the golf clubs are. You can check them out. There's descriptions on them. You know what's even better, Matt? You can also 
swing the golf club and a virtual reality golf course. So not that it is 100% true, but it allows you that opportunity to say, you know what, I might like this. And then you'll say, I'll take it. And then you like put it in your side like a holster. And it says that goes into your cart. And then when you check out, like it's shipped to you and you get the real damn thing. Okay, you can open your eyes now. <laughs> you were in the metaverse. That just made me want to go to the store and actually feel the golf club. Right. <laughs> you want to feel it, huh? Yeah. Well, you have to feel it. This golf club specifically, you have to feel the grips. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I picked the one that was too particular that, for an actual physical visit. Maybe. What if you're shopping for like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like. Shirts. Yeah. Like I'll just go on dicksportinggoods.com. Don't go on dicks.com. <laughs> I think um, they actually obtained that I, the, the oh, URL. Yeah, I think they did. Oh, good for them. Let's, I'm going to check. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to risk it. Dicks.com. I'm going to risk it. Oh boy. Here we go. I'll see how this goes, folks. Um oh Dick Sporting Goods. Yep. It's redirected. Nice. All right. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, I can finally type that in now. I was I've Googled it for the last God knows how many years I've been looked at Dick Sporting Goods because I never wanted to do dicks.com, but now it does work. So yeah. Yeah, I would just rather just knock to the hassle of like putting a headset on and that that's the beauty of online shopping is you don't have to like talk to people at the store and be like, hey, how can I help you? Like you go there, you know what you want, you know what you're looking for, you find it, you order it, boom, it's done. I'm sure there's other experiences too that you can, like you could have like a little bit more immersive experience with like Amazon. Like, you know how we all look up on things and we're like trying to like scroll through, like it'd be kind of like you could walk to them instead of like scrolling, trying to find the right product. I'm lazy, I don't like to walk. Yeah. Well, you'd be moving a joystick if it's a metaverse, in my opinion, but true. True. So, yeah, that's how you have sex in the metaverse as far as, well, what the potential is of having sex in the metaverse. But uh, I think there's still some kinks to work on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, we're not going to tell you how to have sex in the metaverse. We'll leave that <laughs> up to yourself. My advice for everybody. <laughs> yeah, don't get too crazy. Yeah, don't. Uh, but we're going to get crazy right now. Oh, Yep, it is time for another another couple segments for you all, for all co-workers of Funny Business Podcast. Let's get into some dude. That's crazy. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, this first one, I did not get it for myself. Um, I got it from a friend. Oh, shout out friend. Um, well... It's from Logan. Who's he? Correct. Oh, okay. Good. Just kidding. Um, but this is actually a good one. So thank you, person. <laughs> um, so Mike. Cranes. Cranes. Like, yeah, like the swinging cranes, like, like construction cranes. cranes. So Cranes are built using cranes. Like, that's how they're made. They're built using cranes. Are they, though? They are. No, that's a, that is a fact. Was that verified? Yes. So, cranes are built using cranes. So, who or what built the first crane? 
Sorry, because it was sent by him. I have to. Our cranes built. <laughs> They're built using cranes. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So if you need a crane to build the crane, how was the first crane made if there is no cranes? Yeah. Blast from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude, that's f- crazy. Um, it probably involved a lot of climbing for this crane to be assembled. The first crane. Yeah. Big ass ladder. Or multiple. <laughs> ladders on ladders. Yeah. Escalators. Escalators. Yo. Ah. It was a dolphin noise instead. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you said number 11. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, cranes are helpful, but again, how do you. Now, okay, now, damn it. When was the first crane made? Or maybe it was little, maybe it was little cranes. Like it was like maybe like a 10 foot crane and then it jumped to a. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Um, Oh, trace back to 1838. William Armstrong invented the first hydraulic crane. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, but uh, makes you wonder, like, who thought of cranes and then who thought to build cranes with cranes? The, I don't know. The economic boom. I, I, <laughs> you got me stuck on this, this, this one. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a stumper. It's that a stumper. is a stumper. Yeah. Or, or did they build a tower? No, how could they? Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. It's bizarre. Or, like, did, did they, like, <laughs> did they, like, take, like, a long stick, and then they, like, brought it up? <laughs> and then they, like... Yeah, they just got, like, ten lumberjacks, and they just, like, just... tossed it in the air? No, they, like, pushed up. Like, they took, like, four pillars, and then they pushed it up. And then they started soldering or nailing the crane together. And then, boom, you got yourself a crane. Could be. Could be. Or they did it on top of a cliff. That is true. Yeah. There we go. Yep. That's how we did it. We're cracking the case. Breaking news. Breaking news. The first crane was built by using a cliff. That's nuts. Can't find any of the other groundbreaking news on any other podcast like this. It's It's verified. Yep. Funny business verified. Fact checked. So, all right. I got a stupid one and then I got a fun one. (laughs) I love it. All right. Here's a stupid one. I'm ready. Water, lemons, and sugar are free at restaurants, but lemonade costs money. Mm. Yeah. And I do love lemonade. But, dude, that's crazy. Are you paying for the cup? What are you paying for? Well, so. Yes, water and lemonade and sugar are different, but lemonade's more lemon juice than just a lemon. How do you make how do you make lemonade, Ben? 
Right, but I'm saying if you lemons. just put like a lemon slice in a lemon or lemon a lemon slice in a lemon, a lemon slice in a water, that's more water than lemonade. The question I have here is those lemons would be put to better use if they were used to make lemonade. Instead of just a um, lemon well, slice. Well, some people like lemon flavored water. Yeah, but like some people are like, I want a water with lemon. I want a water without lemon. What do you just don't sell lemons at all, period? And then like maybe that occasional person is like, yeah, I'll get a water with lemon. And then they'll get a lemon slice. See, I'm a weirdo. I like lemonade. I don't like water with lemon. I actually don't like lemon stuff in general, but lemonade. I think lemon. I, I like lemonade. Um, I'm trying to think of something that's lemon flavored. Lemon meringue pie. I typically Never like. Never had it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. So when. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fact. All right, Mike. We talked about the metaverse. Oh yes. Let's talk about the universe. Our solar system. I saw Mercury, then Venus. I saw the Earth, then Mars. I saw yep. Jupiter, then Saturn. Uranus, then Neptune. Checking Josh. There it is. Uh, Mike, you think the solar system is pretty big, right? Oh, no. Right? You think it's pretty big? I mean, I, I've talked, not that I've talked to, but I've listened to some people who love space and, like, they go absolutely ballistic mm -hmm. over the size of space, per se, but the universe, yes. Yep. Um, you know what's huge in the solar system? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, calm down. You know, you, you know, you accused me of being horny a few weeks ago. We were talking about sex toy. You're making sex jokes. I'm not accusing you of being horny. I'm just, I'm just bringing you up. You just points. did. No, no, no. I did not. I, those words never came out of my mouth. Do you notice how nice I was, and did it make a real or a highlight of you of saying, calling you out about your horniness? Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. Back to really what, else, what else is big in the universe. Back to your regularly uh, scheduled program. <laughs> anyways. Uh, Mike, the sun's mass takes up 99.86% of the solar system. What? This is right from Arizona State University. Oh, he's even got fact checked. <laughs> yeah. Now, what's that number again? Uh, the sun's mass. It's badonkadonk. Takes up 99.86% of the solar system. So we only have 14%, uh, 0.14% mm -hmm. of, of the, the rest universe? of the solar system. Yep. Uh, it, to put it in bigger terms, 1 million Earths can fit inside the sun. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. um, dude, that's f crazy. Uh, wow. The sun is huge. Yeah, it's massive. Yes. I think I saw this weird TikTok. Photos are becoming a thing on TikTok. It's it's a weird uh weird trend that's happening right now. Like people are like swiping through their photos. Um there was something that was like when the when the when our universe is going to make a full rotation. No, not a rotation, a full trip around whatever the heck we are centered around mm -hmm. and it's like 
it's like 22,687. Like that's the year like it's going to take for us to finally make it around. But it's like, crazy. Man. But like the crazier thing is the sun is not I mean, I know I'm understanding of my astrology if I'm correct. It's a dying star. But it's a star. Sun is yep. a star. Yep, sun is a star. That's correct. The there are bigger stars out there than the sun. Mm-hmm. So like a million Earth. You said a million, right? One million Earths can One fit million inside Earth. the sun. There are probably suns or planets that we don't even know of out there that are two to three million or more. Yeah. Do you I think mean, you we'll think ever? About it, then Go Booker's like the most versatile sun in the universe. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice thank you um do you think we'll ever ha- habituate uh do you think we'll ever <laughs> do you think we'll ever live on mars no you don't think so no why, why not all of the martian is a great movie it is shout but out no, matt damon no uh no comment on why uh i just don't think it's ever gonna happen okay fair enough <laughs> um yeah, it, it is surprising, like, when you've seen that stat, like, wow, the sun's that big. But think about it, it's how many bazillion miles away, and it still looks huge on Earth, and it radiates all this heat, and, like, it's just, it's crazy. You know, the sun needs to heat up this the area a little bit more. It's getting a little chilly out. Yeah, I'm over winter. I already. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. Um, man, dude, I love space. But like the crazy thing, I think I said this on the podcast, like we're trying to discover space, yet we don't even know the depths of our own water yeah. of planet Earth. It's the nuts. ocean is still the scariest thing in this world. I would much rather fear the ocean than I would space. And Have you been seeing all the, all the whales? What? They, like, they keep like washing up on shore. Yeah, especially There's on the like East Coast seven lately. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And they're like, they're just like dead. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. Maybe there's a whale killer going around. Uh, you know, I've heard it's like the wind turbines out that they have in the ocean. Like there's somewhere out, out in oh. like New Jersey and the coast or something. There's like wind turbines that are yeah. like causing the whales to like wash up on shore. Hmm. Yeah, it's very strange. Or maybe there's a bigger whale that's killing them. It could be. Yeah. That we don't know about. A serial whale killer. A serial <laughs> Having a whale of a time. Um, well, thank you, Matt. Thank you for sharing uh, you're welcome. your Earth fact. I hope you're we're going to talk about humans. 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 Arguing. You ever argued with somebody before? Once or twice. Yeah. <laughs> Arguing with dumb people actually makes you smarter. Because you have to figure out ways to explain things in a way a dumb person can understand. You know, I think, dude, that is crazy. I think the same thing is not that I think either of us are dumb, but I think podcasting also helps with that. And explain. <laughs> like, like when you're, while we're podcasting, we try to come up with creative ways to explain our thoughts. Because if we just said like, oh, I like the color blues because it's my favorite color. Like, that's great. You can say it in a regular conversation. Mm-hmm. If you say that on a podcast, you have to explain your reason why 
So you're convincing people who are probably dumber than you why you're correct. Matt just called out all of our coworkers dumb. Matt calls everybody dumb? Question mark, question mark. Don't make that. No. (laughs) Disavow. Um, no, but I, I, that is true. Like when you, when you know you're right in an argument, you have to try and clever ways to to discuss it so that the other person realizes they're wrong and sees your point. And it's not even. It, it scares me that some of these are not even complex terms like dumb people. That's such a. It's such a very generic way of explaining this in particular like you could have somebody who's just downright stupid dumber than a box of rocks but then you can have somebody who's extremely a genius and you still have to explain it to them mm-hmm. in very in exp- figuring out ways to explain things in a way a genius can understand and it's yeah. not even thinking genius like terms it is just trying to spell it out to them and even at times they don't even know, and they are still not comprehending, and they are geniuses. You have all the doctorates in the world, and you could still be stupid. Some people are book smart, not street smart. Some people are street, street smart, not book smart. Like, it's just uh, everyone's different and unique in their own way. Mm. Amen. Wow. What, what, what a great way to learn in that segment. Mm-hmm. And we're moving on to the final segment today. It's time for a little buy or sell. Uh, Mike, I will let you uh, choose. Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. You're um, I'm going to sell. I'm going to start with sell. I'm going to sell phone batteries. Okay. My phone I'll... battery has been ridiculous lately. I'll, I'll back up on this. Um, Piggyback. I remember back in the day, you used to be able to replace your battery. Like, you used to be able to take the back off. And I'm not saying applying this to iPhones, because iPhones are, are, are a thing of nature. But you were able to remove your phone's battery, and you were able to buy a battery very similarly to that one, and you'd be able to have a brand new, fresh battery. Mm-hmm. But, like, now with this, like, it's, it's 6.30. I'd usually be good by, like, 9 o'clock for my phone to, like, be, like, 20%. But now we're getting to the point where I'm at... Yeah, I'm at 30% and it's only 630. Wow. Um I was looking at my battery health, it's at like 92%. It's like, okay, like I've only well, I mean, I've had this phone now for yeah, about a year. Like, because my camp so funny thing, I don't know if I ever explained this. Last year, around Christmas time, my phone stopped taking pictures. Mm. Like I could not take a, f- a photo. With my camera app on my phone. It's a bit of an issue. It is. So, you know, I was on Apple support, going back and forth, and I'm like, it's, it's not working, man. So they just sent me a new phone, and then I just sent the old one. <laughs> I have a new phone. But anyway, um, yeah, so phone batteries are, are getting a little ridiculous. I, we've had so much, you know, I'm going to sound like a boomer, but we have so much technology now. Why don't we have a battery that is sufficient for days to come? Or can take charges. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I honestly charge mine like during the day now because it's just my phone battery just goes very quickly. Um, yeah, I I don't want to have to always have my phone plugged in. That's the part of having a smartphone is I can use it other places. Yeah. Uh, and 
it does suck. It, when you have a phone that like the battery starts to drain quick, it's also like whenever you're out and about, you're like, do I have to be in a portable charger? Yeah. Um, and it's it's a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also selling Twitter. Oh, my, my ongoing thing about Twitter. Twitter had an update where yep. they what's that? I think I know. I think I know this update. What do you think? Is it the for you and the following? Okay, then I don't know. I actually didn't care about that. <laughs> they reverted to images being posted in tweets back to a, I'll just keep it simple for the audience members here, to a simple TV screen or a mm. simple rectangle post. Mm-hmm. So like that. if y'all have been following us on Twitter at Funny Business EN, you've noticed that our videos are in a portrait mode, which is more meant for other acceptable content pieces. But you were able to view the full video in the portrait mode, and you were able to view photos in portrait mode. Um, now it's reverted back to that rectangle, and now you can't see it. For instance, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, at the time of this recording, is having a trailer release happening tonight at the wild card football game. I don't, know, I don't yep. watch football. Cowboys, Bucks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, their movie poster. Beautiful portrait poster is cropped off. You can only see basically Mando's hand and his legs because of the update. And it's like, why? Why? And you know what? Elon Musk, I'm calling you out here, kid. You're going to say that, oh, well, you know, Twitter's getting better engagement because people are interacting with the photo more. Yeah, because we can't see the whole thing. Yeah, that's better engagement. You're purposefully adding engagement. Go off, King. No, I didn't. Everybody love that update when yes. it changed. Yeah, photographers so, loved it. Yeah. News organizations, us. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's pointless. It's it's freaking pointless. Absolutely pointless. Elon, you know, Elon. If you really want someone to take Twitter to the highest place it can be, you know who you hire. This guy. You're mad. <laughs> Mr. Beast was almost going to buy Twitter. That also would help. That actually, would. I'm going to, yeah, actually revert back. Don't, don't hire me because I'll probably be lazy. And <laughs> I, I say a lot of stuff on this podcast. I don't know. Uh, Mr. Beast would actually be a great CEO for Twitter. He'd be a great <sighs> CEO for a lot of stuff. He would be. I'm going to leave it at that. He would be. Yeah. Okay. Better than Perfect. you are. Yes. So, Elon, I hope you're listening to this because I know how much you hate hearing bad comments about you. So, yep. Um, but anyway, time for the good stuff. I'm buying popcorn. Ah, Matt, there's this been guy. There's this guy on TikTok from Cinemark. His name's Jason Grossbell. Yeah, uh, if you've seen him on TikTok, he basically slings popcorn like he's a hibachi chef. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Um, he's so amazing that Jimmy Kimmel actually invited him to the Oscars. Oh, wow. And um, if you've seen him, he literally like he throws the popcorn. He spins the popcorn bucket on his finger, salts it, moves it around. You see the pot like it's 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 a spectacle to happen. What was funny was I saw um, I have a friend who I met at a conference and works at a university. And she goes to Cinemark a lot because she does a movie review and she's just interested in movies. 
and uh, she wants to get sponsored by Cinemark. And uh, Kayla, shout out Kayla, uh, she goes, oh man, I'm trying to get them to sponsor me. And it'd be like, oh, you could be like that popcorn buy- guy at Cinemark. She goes, he's an alum of the school that I work at. <laughs> it's like, no way. <laughs> That's crazy. The small world and just the, the coincidence that he was totally, you know, he's an alum of the institution that she works at. That's like, that's pretty cool. Sorry about that. I said you should get an interview with him before he actually becomes super, super famous. Mm-hmm. It's just a good, nice to have content. But Matt, I'll send it to you later. He's, uh, he's a pretty cool guy. I love watching people cook. And like, I love watching like people do like, like cook and like do crazy flips with the food. Or all the, it's, it's insane because I just can't do anything like that. So it's awesome. You know, Matt, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. I'm going to have you live react. Yep. Get my live reaction. For the people. Get yep. your ri- live reaction this of it. So. Yep. I'm um, ready. I got to, I got to find a good video for you so far. So. Okay. Um, uh, I also just love popcorn. Yeah. Okay. I found them. All right. So. Oral corn very underrated. Shout out Jason. You've inspired. Shout out. The good stuff. Just make sure the volume is down so that way we don't have yeah, to. Yeah. 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 So. Matt's going to react to it. Oh, you texted it. Okay. Yeah, I texted it. Sorry. Yep. No, you're fine. Oh, I've seen this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's pretty freaking cool. And honestly, that's part of the experience of, like, buying the, the popcorn. Like, that adds to it. I, I would charge more just because this guy's <laughs> a wagon. Even though it's ridiculously expensive in the first place. Do you think he's the best popcorn server in the world? Oh, heck yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, no one else. No. He would win an Olympic gold medal every year. <laughs> yeah. That should be... We should make an Olympics of, like, stupid shit. <laughs> like, like who it's can make the, 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 butter, world the most buttery box of popcorn? And, like, who can make the uh, perfect circled pancake? So it's kind of like ice skating, but, like, more competitive. Yeah. yeah it's like judges, almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, but we'll give him Olympic gold medals. Just give him gold medals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the chocolate ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out Jason. Um, and shout out Kayla, of course. Uh, Kayla is a friend of the pod. She's listened um, to the episodes. Um, she thought it was super cool. We were running a podcast every week. I was like, yeah, that's my best friend and I. <laughs> Most people do find it cool, which it is. Yeah, it is cool. Um, you know what else is staying? You know what else is cool, Ma- Matt? Mom? What? Yep. Mom. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm also buying staying updated on your health because that's, that's important. Um, yeah. Last week I got my blood work for the very first time and being an adult um, kind of gave me a good scope of what to look out for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I shall give little information about how it went. I'm not dying. That's good. I'm not danger. Um. But there is something that's a little concerning, but like, again, like it is something to be mindful of, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, I can't do this. Like so many people are like, I can't eat that chocolate anymore. And it's like, yes, you can. It's one piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. If you have one piece of chocolate every seven days or every five days, hell, even every day, that's not going to kill you. Eat that damn piece of chocolate. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, um, I also found out, too, that. Any type of needle that goes to my body bruises me. Oh, um, so nice. I have this massive bruise <laughs> on my Sick. right arm. Um, Did they find yeah, your vein easily? No, I guess oh, not. Based right. on, well, they were able to draw blood. 
So I'm assuming that means vein found. <laughs> yes, that is, that is how they take blood out of you. They do have to stick your vein, correct? Thank you for explaining how blood work works. You know, it's even bad, Matt. So like, I, um, not giving away totally why I went for blood work, but so this was my very first time willingly doing blood work. Yeah. Like I went to the doctor, I, well, I went to the lab to do blood work voluntarily. <laughs> this lady comes around, she goes, are you Mike? And I said, yes. Like, cause first time ever at this office too. So like, I don't know what the whole protocol is. Um, she goes, oh, well, we're doing a study and all we're going to need is two tablespoons of your blood. So on top of me getting the blood work, I get asked to be part of a research <laughs> for oh my blood. <laughs> um, I think the research is like, how, how is it that more, pe- more individuals are sicker than others like okay. when they receive symptoms? So that's the study. And I guess based on my blood is some type of DNA analysis. So I will find out the results and I will find out things if something is truly wrong with me. But did you get compensated for that research? Um, the compensation is, uh, wait, I might have to check. Wait, no, you don't have, you just have to consent. You don't wow. need to compensate anybody for research. <laughs> well, Getting back to my old uh, teaching days, you know? Oh boy. Yeah. You don't need to be compensated. You just have Damn. to consent. You cannot do it unwillingly. You have to consent to do it. You should have just asked for like 10 grand to see what they <laughs> How much is how much do you want for my blood? <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just scare. Just make make sure you're keeping up to date, everybody. And I know I'm I'm very hypocritical for that because I've yet to be to a dentist in a while. I've finally last year got to finally have a doctor's appointment to establish care. Um yeah, just 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 keep up to date with that stuff. Because especially if you're paying health insurance like me, you should probably use it. Yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, I have, uh, I was very sick as a kid, so I have a lot of doctors still uh, take medicine every day. So yeah, just take care of yourself. Uh, don't be afraid to take medicine either. This is not my right. advice, but just don't be afraid to take medicine when you need it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is uh, my buying self for today. Beautiful. All right, I don't have too many. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to buy family bonding. Had some great family bonding this this past week. Uh, So Mike, on this past weekend, I went with my aunt, uncle, and cousin to a local place that's kind of like an indoor golf facility. Why didn't you invite me? (laughs) What you were around? Remember, we were. I kind of was around. (laughs) True. Remember, we were saying, "Man, I'm itching to go to a golf thing." Yeah, so there's this place uh, local by my in the area. Uh, had great food. You Ooh. basically reserve an hour at a time with a screen, and you hit the golf ball into the screen. Oh, it's but virtual. But the way we did it, we actually played at Pebble Beach in California. Like, the, the course was downloaded. Nice. So, like, you actually, like, it counts your strokes, and you can actually virtually play Pebble Beach. You know, there's something like that locally in my area. Yeah. And... I think I just found our next new hot date that Jenna and I want to go to. It's a t- totally fun. It's a little expensive. Oh, awesome. uh, totally fun. Uh, and the food was great. Like, I couldn't have asked her. It was just a very good day with family. That's awesome. You had a good time. I'm also buying robes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mission. <laughs> um, so, for Christmas. Uh, so, 
a few months ago when I went to visit April in Florida, uh, we got couples massages. I believe I talked about that on the podcast. Yes. Yeah, we got a couple massage. Uh, this uh, spa resort that we went to had the most comfortable robes. So April for Christmas got us both one of the robes. Oh, like the same kind that you got at the resort. It is. I have it right here. I'm gonna put oh, it on. put it on, Matt. Yeah, I'm going to put it on. Put, but like, okay. put it on really. Like, drop the clothes. No. <laughs> that's, that's for the after, the uh, after, the after podcast pod. episode. The after pod. That drops on the dark web. <laughs> Hold on. Gosh, you should have prepared ahead of time for this. Why would I do that? I don't know. Because that's podcasting. Oh, that type of comfy robe. Oh, yeah. But it's white, though. You sick. I don't know what you call it. You're not a sick individual. You're just you live on life on the edge. Well, I only wear it when I get out of the shower. Oh, OK. Not an animal. Does, does it have your does it have your initials on it? It does not. But it has like a, it's the actual like resort. Robe. Did she just steal it. <laughs> no, no, they sell. Oh, them. oh OK, cool. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, was that was a Christmas like, gift. Dear God, I'm like, do they just sell it? No, she like, just broke in after hours and stole it. No, she bought it. <laughs> uh, extremely comfy. And Mike, let me tell you, you know I'm now a night shower person. Yeah, we know. We after know. I take a night shower and I put this robe on and I lay in bed, I'm out. Like, so cozy, so comfy. <laughs> it is awesome. And I love my new robe. Look at that. Yeah. Fancy robe. It's great. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and then finally, I'm selling spiders. Okay. Uh, not only do I hate spiders, I got a huge spider bite on my back. How? I don't know. Uh, it was so big. So it's, it's weird, and I'm still kind of a little concerned. Okay. So it's on my back. Okay. But then the spider must have bit me like a few other times because there's like a perfect ring, like a half ring from my back up to my side, down to my hip. It's like you could see where he went across my body and walked and like bit me like three times. You sure that's a spider or is that just a bug? No, it's a spider. It's definitely a spider bite. I've had spider bites before. I had one one time right at my eye. Couldn't see. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, so uh, the only good thing about this, I might be the most likely person on Earth right now to be Spider-Man. I was just going to ask you, I said, have you tried climbing up on any walls? Yet? I've, I keep going like this, like trying to shoot webs out of my wrists. It's not happening yet. Um, but I think I think right now, if you had to pick one person that would most likely become Spider-Man, I think it's me. <laughs> and I'm pretty excited about that. I've part. got the power of God and anime by my side. Ah! <laughs> yeah, so um, I hate spiders, but if I become a Spider-Man. That I won't tell anybody. Sick. Yeah. I don't, no, I don't either. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't hear that, <laughs> coworkers. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that's 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 all I got. Wow. Well, as mad as all getting cozy for that afternoon night shower, and still trying to figure out what the hell the metaverse is up to these days. Um, that concludes another wonderful and beautiful episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Um, make sure that you subscribe to any of the platform that you are listening to now: Spotify, Apple Podcasts uh amazon podcasts yeah stitcher radio public uh radio republic i think um and more our youtube channel 
Um, subscribe to our social media, but you can find all that information at solo.to slash funny business. Mr. Matthew. Yes. What is your advice for the good people, the coworkers of the funny business world? So we all like to have fun. And sometimes when we have fun, we drink. Don't drink too much. Not in the sense of like, obviously don't drink and drive. That's never acceptable. We disavow that. Exactly. But just don't don't be that person that always has to have a little too much to drink and then gets a little obnoxious and then it makes everybody else uncomfortable. And then you're the person that they all talk about. Just Is don't that be you? that person. No, that's not me. Oh. <laughs> no. Um, don't drink too much to find, find the right line that you, you feel a little good, but not over the top. You got to find your buzz point. Yes. And like, then take a little break and then have some more if you want to keep that buzz. Because yeah, for absolutely. every hour, every hour you have a beer. So if you have like three beers in one hour, like you could probably get a little tipsy depending on your tolerance. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone's different, but you just got to find that sweet spot. Yeah. Um, and if you want to get that drunk and obnoxious, do it, do it on your own time. <laughs> Correct. So, but, well, that concludes another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. 